What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. I've got an absolutely loaded podcast going on for you today. A lot of NBA free agency now that that has started up post-draft. Cannot wait to get into it. This is what we do during these slower times of the year. We go over NBA free agency and we release brand new lists. You'll hear about that at the end of the show. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. into all the NBA free agency stuff, who I think is going to end up where. Before we get into that, we have to pay our dues. We have to pay our respects. John Collins. After being the subject of many, many trades over the past couple years, has finally been moved from Atlanta to Utah for Rudy Gay and a second-round pick. It's about time think this is a fair trade. I think Atlanta just wanted to get John Collins out of there, get him off their payroll. Utah obviously in a good position to take on different contracts and things like that as they're rebuilding. And look, they get a second round pick and they get a guy in Rudy Gay who has been in the league for a long time, to say the least. So congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks for finally getting rid of John Collins. Now, where do the top NBA free agents end up signing? I've ordered them. I've got like 30 guys on here. So because of that... I'm going to move through them pretty quick. I'm hoping to, on Thursday, go a little bit more in-depth on some of these bigger-name guys with Matt Murphy. He's going to be coming on the pod. So let's start at the top here. James Harden. He's not leaving. He's going to stay in Philadelphia. Okay, All the noise you hear about him potentially moving back to Houston to play for the Rockets, ignore it. Because even James Harden, a guy who's all about himself, all about getting his numbers... Even a guy like James Harden, I refuse to believe that a professional athlete who's never won a championship and knows how much a championship would impact his legacy, I refuse to believe that an athlete like that would leave to go to a losing franchise just to get his numbers for the rest of his career. I have a hard time believing that. And so because of that, I believe James Harden's going to stay in Philly. Even if he doesn't stay in Philly, He's going to end up in a place where he feels like he can compete. Moving on. Kyrie Irving is the second biggest free agent out there. He's going to stay in Dallas for two reasons. First and foremost, no one else wants him. At least not for the money that Dallas is willing to pay him. The Lakers, I'm assuming, would like to have him, but they'd have to sign him to like a mid-level, and he's going to make a lot more money if he stays in Dallas. So there's that. And also, Dallas gave up way too many assets. To not bring him back, they know that. Mark Cuban has made some comments about how he's learned his lesson after Steve Nash and Jalen Brunson. He's not going to let Kyrie leave. That's what he said. So he's going to stay in Dallas no matter what you hear, no matter what people say. He's not going to L.A. He's not reuniting with LeBron James. He's going to stay in Dallas. Simple as that. Next up, we got Fred Van Vliet, one of my favorite players in the league, older guard, been around the not he hasn't been around the block, but he's he's been in the league a decent minute, you know. He's won a championship. He's done all that. And I think he's gonna end up in Houston. Okay, you're gonna hear about Houston a lot as a major player in this free agency. They have a lot of cap space because they have so many young guys on rookie deals. Like this is the time for them to go out and acquire some free agents. They gotta spend their money somewhere. 
Fred Van Vliet is definitely a good option, is a great option for that. Okay, he's a guard who can play off the ball alongside Jalen Green and all their other young ball dominant players. It's perfect for that. But he can also slow the offense down, settle them down, and run the offense by himself. Okay, he has a he has a an, an opportunity to be an important presence in that locker room and just to keep things calm, to, to keep things orderly. Okay, he can 100% be that guy for them. So that's why I think he's going to end up in Houston. Chris Middleton uh, opted out of his player option. Milwaukee's going to bring him back. There's there's no doubt about that in my mind. Just because there's no other options of people to put alongside Giannis in this free agency class. Um, you know, you just, if you're Milwaukee, you're hoping that the bad season that he had last year was because of the injury. You know, I think that with a full, healthy offseason, he should return to his old self. If not, he'll definitely be better next year. And that's all that you need. You just need him to be better because Giannis is going to continue to be great. Andrew Holiday is going to continue to be great. So Chris Middleton is going to stay in Milwaukee. Draymond Green and Clay Thompson are both going to go back to Golden State. they got to run it back one more time. I think that they know this. Okay, I don't think those guys want to leave Steph. Um... Why, why would they want to leave Steph, okay? Like, Steph is a large part of why they are who they are. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they want to leave Steph so they can prove what I just said wrong. Maybe they want to prove that they don't need Steph in order to be great. But I think that those two guys want to win, and they know that they can do that in Golden State with Steve Kerr and Steph Curry. So Draymond Green, Clay Thompson are both going to stay in Golden State. Jeremy Grant. He's going to end up in San Antonio. Okay, I think San Antonio is really similar to Houston in this idea of they have a lot of money to spend and they have to spend it somewhere. Okay, they they got to put guys around their new star, Wimby, to allow him to succeed. And I think it's really hard to go wrong putting 3 and D guys around your star. And that's exactly what Jeremy Grant is. Look, Grant can obviously do a little bit more on offense besides just be a 3 and D guy. He can handle it a little bit and get and get, and get into his own looks, but... Ultimately, he's a 3-and-D guy. I think he'd be a good player to have around Wimby. Next, we got Nikola Vucevic. He's going to stay in Chicago. I'm convinced Chicago is just going to keep Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic forever. Um, you know, Those guys are going to be in their mid-50s still playing for the Bulls. So Nikola Vucevic going back to Chicago. Brooke Lopez. I think he's going to end up in Houston. Like I said earlier, Houston they have a lot of money to spend. And they had one of the worst defenses in the league last year, right? Brooke Lopez, a guy who received votes to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's looking to get paid one more time. He's 35. Okay, so he's this is his last big contract. Houston is a team who can give him the money that he's looking for. Brooke Lopez has already won a championship, so it's not like he's still searching for that first ring. And so, therefore, I do think Houston's where he ends up. Big guy who can knock down threes and protect the rim. That is exactly what Houston needs. Kyle Kuzma, I think he's going to stay in Washington. I think Washington's going to be the only team that's willing to offer him what he thinks he's worth and not what he's actually worth. You know, he's probably like a 15 to $20 million a year guy. I think Washington will offer him like 25 maybe not 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 quite 30 but like 25 27 somewhere in there. He'll end up staying in Washington for the money. Next, we have another former Laker, D'Angelo Russell. Okay, he likes being in L.A. I think he's going to stay with the Lakers. And not only does he enjoy being a Laker, not only does he enjoy being in L.A., but his value is just at an all-time low. 
Okay, he was unplayable in that Denver Nuggets series. I don't think he wants to end up back in a place like Minnesota or in a place like Memphis, which I think would be an interesting fit, especially with John Morant missing so many games to start the year. I think he wants to stay in a bigger market, and I don't see the Knicks or the Nets or the Bulls calling him up and offering him a contract. So I think he's going to end up staying in Los Angeles. Next, one of the more interesting guys on my list. I'm very interested to see where this guy ends up, and that is Jordan Clarkson, who has a player option. He hasn't opted out quite yet. But I think he's going to end up in San Antonio. Okay, as excited as people are for Wimbanyama, he isn't going to be an offensive force next year. Talking about Wimby. Defensively, I think he's going to come in and it'll be very obvious very quickly the impact that he has on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, they're going to need some help. I think Jordan Clarkson provides that. Okay, They have the money to pay him a little bit more if they want to. Jordan Clarkson, definitely a guy who I could see ending up in San Antonio. I don't know why he'd stay in Utah. Just due to his age, he doesn't really fit their timeline, so I'm expecting for him to move on. Next, we got another guard. Austin Reeves, restricted free agent. He's going to be a Laker simply because the Lakers aren't going to let him walk. They aren't going to do that. Okay, After everything he did in the playoffs, being the third scoring option, Proving that he is worthy of being a starter on a really good playoff team. I don't know how you let him leave. He's going to get paid. Teams are going to come after him. They're going to offer him big numbers, and I fully expect the Lakers to match. Cam Johnson, same thing. I don't think Brooklyn lets him leave. He's also a restricted free agent. Um, Look, Cam Johnson, that's a really, really good player. I don't know how, if you're Brooklyn, you let him leave, especially given how young he is. Next, we got Harrison Barnes. I think he's going to stay in Sacramento. Uh, I just I don't really know who else would pursue him. Uh, I think Sacramento knows and understands just how important he is to that locker room. He's definitely the lead voice in that room. I think he'll stay because of that. Also, Sacramento, like that's a good basketball team. It's not like it's a losing situation. He has no reason to leave. Next, we got Bruce Brown. I think he's going to end up in Dallas. Okay, it's been reported that Dallas really wants him. Okay, they're gonna, they're hoping to use their mid-level exception on Brown, and he is exactly what they need. He would provide so much upside for that team, just as a guard who can defend the other team's best uh, backcourt player, and a guy who can knock down threes and can also handle the ball a little bit too. So, you know, Kyrie can play off the ball, Luca can play off the ball. Probably not. It's mainly going to be Bruce Brown playing off the ball. But if guys get in foul trouble and you need another guard to run the offense. Bruce Brown is more than capable of doing that. Next, we got Russell Westbrook. The Clippers make so much sense for Russell Westbrook. I think they're going to resign him. I think Paul George vouches for him again. And here's the part where it makes sense. You know Kawhi Leonard is going to miss 30 games. Okay, that's who Kawhi Leonard is. That is what's going to happen. Russell Westbrook is the guy who can just going to play in, you know, 75 regular season games, play really hard, and because of that, you're going to win a lot of regular season games that helps with your seating, that helps you advance in the playoffs, that helps you sell, you know, box seats the following season. Like, hey, you know, we were the three seed in the West last year. Kawhi and Paul George are back. Yay, like, buy a box seat in our new arena, right? It makes it much easier to to sell those. So I think Russell Westbrook ends up staying in Los Angeles as 
a clipper. Next, we got Josh Hart, player option, hasn't opted out of that Knicks deal quite yet. Either way, though, whether he decides to opt in or he opts out, I think he stays in a Knicks jersey. He and Jalen Brunson are both great buddies. The city of New York seems to love him. Um, He definitely feels like a Tom Thibodeau-type player as well. So I think Josh Hart stays in New York. Next is Christian Wood, and I hope this happens. I think he's going to end up in Miami. Miami needs more players who can score. Christian Wood is a guy who can score the basketball. But more importantly, he is a major upgrade over Cody Zeller. And you just have to know and trust in the culture in Miami that that rubs off on Christian Wood to a point where it gets him to play defense. Because, look, if he was an average defender, he'd be a really good player in the NBA given his ability to shoot the ball as a big guy, the athleticism he possesses, and his ability to finish inside. So if you can just get him to commit on the defensive end, that's a really good piece to either play alongside Bam because he could shoot the ball or just to have him play be the backup. Because Cody Zeller minutes were not great minutes for Miami throughout that playoff run. So Christian Wood to Miami I think makes a lot of sense. Next on my list, we got Rui Hachimura, another restricted free agent. Uh, I think he's going to stay in L.A. I think the Lakers are going to match. Whatever offer is thrown at him, he just made too many shots in the playoffs to ignore it, even though he was really unplayable in that Denver series. But we're just going to ignore that part. We're going to focus on the game where he scored, you know, 28 against Memphis. Dylan Brooks, all signs point to him ending up in Houston. Um, This is where everyone says he's going to end up. I'll be honest, I don't spend a lot of time looking into Dylan Brooks stuff. Because I don't like the guy. Moving on, Gabe Vincent. I think he stays in Miami. Other teams are going to pursue him. They're going to offer him contracts. But look, if you're Gabe Vincent, you're going to get a really similar amount of money in Miami as you would anywhere else. You know that you're in a place, in a system, where you're going to succeed. I don't know why he would leave. Next, we got Max Struess. I do think Max Struess leaves. Simply because you know he's a shooter. He can go anywhere. Solid defender. I think he ends up in Memphis. Memphis needs a little bit more shooting. I think that they're going to make make a push to try and sign him. Um, yeah, Struess, a, a 3 and D guy. Memphis kind of needs those, especially if Dylan Brooks is leaving, even though he's more of a D guy instead of a 3 and D guy. Next, we, got, we have Grant Williams. I think he's going to wind up in San Antonio, give San Antonio another 3 and D guy to put alongside Wimby. You can play him beside Wimby, you know, as just a thicker guy who can potentially guard some of the bigger bigs in the league, um, guys who are going to take advantage of Wimby's leanness. That's the nice way to say that. Um, so, yeah, I like I like Grant Williams in San Antonio. I think that, that makes a lot of sense for him. <clears throat> Dennis Schroeder. I've only got two guys left, and then we're going to take a break. Dennis Schroeder, another guy on this list, you know, played for the Lakers last year. I think he stays in L.A. I think he's similar to D'Lo in terms of he likes being a Laker. He likes playing with LeBron. Uh, he'll have more offers than D'Lo will, but I do think he ends up staying with the Lakers one more, or at least a few more seasons, you know, another really good defensive-minded guard who can score a little bit as well. And then finally, we have Seth Curry, who I hope ends up in Denver. Because I don't know if you guys remember or not, but just the two-man game that he played with Joel Embiid was incredible when he was in Philly. Now imagine he's doing it with Jokic, who's a better passer. Um, if he goes there, he's going to put himself in a position to have a really good season offensively and to potentially 
win an NBA championship as Denver looks like a team who could no doubt repeat. So we're going to take a short break. I hope you enjoy that segment. It was really fast-paced. We we popped in and out of players really, really quickly. But we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to preview this thing that I'm starting on Thursday. I cannot wait for it. You can't wait for it either. You just don't know it yet. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more Shooting the Schmidt. So over the past month or so, I've been working on this thing called the 1%. Now, during the summer, when things slow down, kind of between the summer league and before football season starts, there just there isn't a lot going on. And so a lot of these media guys, including me, they release these pyramids, these lists of the best basketball players ever. You know, and they're like 96 players deep, which is just, that's way too many players. I'll be honest, I think it waters it down. So what I'm doing is I'm calling this the 1%. I'm going to rank the top 1% of basketball players to ever play in the NBA. In short, there have been 4,376 players to ever put on an NBA uniform and appear in a game. So the 1% of that is 44. We're going to round up. So starting on Thursday with Matt Murphy, we're going to work through the first part of the list, the top 44 guys to ever play in the NBA. I'm really excited for this project. I've, been, I've worked really hard on it. I've got a whole thing written out as well. I'm going to link my Substack in the description if you want to go. You can sign up for the newsletter for that so you can see all the rankings as they come out. Like I said, something I've worked really hard on. I'm really excited to do it. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed doing all the research and reading and just spending hours on basketball reference trying to find all these little nuggets that people may have missed. And I I cannot wait to debut this. I hope you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of it. I'm going to do some stuff on YouTube for it as well. I am absolutely stoked to get this thing started. So hope you'll subscribe and get ready to listen to all that. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I'll be back again with another podcast on Thursday with my guy Matt Murphy. Starting off on the 1%, going to do some more NBA free agency stuff. Can't wait for it. I will talk to you all on Thursday. Thursday.